How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix, don't be a loser. Matthew from, from Monroe is. Matthew, are you there? I am. Morning, I'm, everybody. Good morning. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Bye-bye. For those playing at home, Matthew has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Let's do it. Before his performance at Lumen Field in August, which artist worked a shift as a barista at Starbucks? Oh, uh, Macklemore. No. No, it's the other guy. I can't think of his name. Pass. Who preceded Ronald Reagan's presidency in the United States? Who did what? Who preceded Ronald Reagan's oh, presidency? Oh, uh, Bush. No. Oh, who was after Reagan? Uh, pass. Please Please Me was the debut studio album for what English rock band? Please Please Me? Yes. Beatles. Yes. What year did the Chiefs and 49ers last compete against each other in the Super Bowl? 22, 21... No, no. 20. Yes, 20. The attack on Pearl Harbor happened on what day in December? December 7th. Yes. Tracy Chapman performed Fast Car with what other singer at the most recent Grammys? Oh, I heard about this. Pass. What primary primarily causes the Earth's tides through gravitational pull? The moon. Yes. The movie La La Land takes place in what U.S. city? La La Land, USA, Chicago, LA, New York. LA, yes. How many bones does a worm have? Bones. One. No. One. Matthew, you got five. Correct. All right. Okay, kind of right Ooh. down the middle. That, you know, if you if it was a test, you would be a, f- a fail, but that's okay. Culture. <laughs> Culture kills me. Really? You didn't, you didn't yeah. do terrible. You're- you sounded confident. I mean, he got them both wrong, the main pop culture questions, but, you know, who knows? Give me moon questions. I need you. Whoa, don't say that out loud. Steve's in the room. (laughs) Steve, are you ready? Yes! 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 Before his performance at Lumen Field in August, which artist worked a shift as a barista at Starbucks? Oh, Ed Sheeran. Yes. Who preceded Ronald Reagan's presidency in the United States? Uh, was that Jimmy Carter? It was. Yeah, buddy. Please Give Please Me, me was the debut debut studio album for what English rock band? What was the name? Please Please Me. 
Is that The Cure? No. The Beatles? Yes. What year did the Chiefs and 49ers last compete against each other in the Super Bowl? It was just on at the gym, which kind of confused me for a second. I'm like, how how are we in the future? (laughs) Um, What year? Ah, crap. I'm going to go with 2019. No. 2020. Yes. The attack on Pearl Harbor happened on what day in December? December 7th. Yes. Tracy Chapman performed Fast Car with what other singer at the most recent Grammys? Luke Combs. You would have got that. Yeah. What primarily causes the Earth's tides through gravitational pull? Waves? No. Sun? No. The moon? Yes. The movie La La Land takes place in what U.S. city? Los Angeles? It does. How many bones does a worm have? None. Correct. And with that, you got nine correct, which is a win, nine to five. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Oh, poor Matthew. Matthew, you got all of yours right, Steve. Oh, I missed one? Well, you just didn't get to the last question. Can can we hear it? Yeah. All right. Which river goes through the Grand Canyon? Mississippi? Colorado. Yes, Taryn, you would have got Steve a perfect 10. Oh, yeah. I'm impressed, Steve. That was a good one. That was good. Just slaying. Couple, 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 couple lucky guesses. Like yeah. the moon. Well, yeah. I mean, Matthew said the moon right before you got here. Oh, I missed <laughs> he that. He gave you the answer. <laughs> he literally said, give me more moon questions. So when that wasn't your first response, I was like, wow, he really. I wasn't tracking. He was not in the zone yet. Not yet. Not. No, I wasn't ready yet. But you yet. finished in the zone. Thank for you. Sure. Thank you. Well, a member of our show is in the middle of a debate with their spouse, all because of what to bring to a Super Bowl party. We're going to talk about this after Alien Ant Farm. The Daily Mix Show. Well, our lovely friend Sarah has plans to attend a Super Bowl party, as many of us do. And she told her husband, George, that she's going to bring what? A veggie tray. And how did that go over? Not well with him. Just just a veggie tray? Yes. How big of a veggie tray are we talking? I was thinking, it's you like know. like one of those cheapo ones you get at the supermarket. They absolutely. have like three carrots, some cauliflower, some yeah. really some nasty broccoli. Dipping sauce. Yeah, and then something that they, they, they say is ranch, but doesn't really taste like ranch. It's like watered down ranch. Yeah, and you can't forget about the tomatoes that are really sad tomatoes. They're a little, they're, they're a little soft. You they're know? so like mushy. A, you gotta have a tomato that's that's got some crispness to it, you know? It's gotta explode in your mouth, right? Uh, are, I'm sorry, what are we talking about? Whoa. Tomatoes, you oh, tomatoes. Perverts. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, was I don't just, know what kind of Super Bowl parties you guys are having. <laughs> I was just gonna go to the store and get one because I'm, I'm not I, gonna I make one. I give you one. a hard time. I was the king of bringing those damn rich crackers with like the really, like the little chunks of cheese. And, and the meat. The little lunchable-looking size-size meats. I mean, I can't really judge you. That is still a, the Ted Smith specialty if you throw a party. Ted is showing up with one of those. Dude, for a while, that was like the running joke. Whenever anyone here at the station would have a party back when we, like, we all first got together like nearly 20 years ago and we were all like trying to, you know, before you know life got in the way and we were having all these parties together and everybody, if I didn't show up with that, people would be disappointed. Like, where's the crackers and, and cheese and meat thing? Part of your identity. The, the adult Lunchables platter. So do you want to be veggie tray girl? Well, I mean, I feel like I kind of am and I feel like my friends would be disappointed now if I didn't bring a veggie tray. Okay, what if you made what if you made your own veggie tray and put it into one of those cool like designs that looks like a football or something like that? Taryn. 
No, you might not know me that well, but that is way too much work. I don't cook. I don't charcuterie board. None of that. I go to the supermarket. Just get like a wooden slab and then put all the veggies on on it and get like a better version of ranch dressing. They'll look like you created it yourself. You know what the what the move is? Because I first of all, I don't like ranch dressing. It's not my jam. Why? Uncle Uncle Dan's. Have you ever had Uncle Dan's dip? That's the move. And you can buy the packet in the, you know, in the packet section at the at your local local grocer. But the Uncle Dan's dip is the bomb. Okay, so you guys are saying the veggies aren't the problem, the way the actual veggie tray is. Because George was just appalled that I was wanting to bring vegetables at all. He says no one's gonna want that at a Super Bowl party. No, somebody will. And here's the person Maybe. that will. Maybe even like back before I was a plant-based weirdo, I would just gorge on like chicken wings, all this. I'd be like, I'm like, I'm just a gross mess. I should probably have a piece of celery. Now I'm eating healthy. Yes. Like, yeah, it's almost like uh, you, you, then you feel a little bit better that by the third quarter you've stopped eating all those mozzarella sticks, meatballs, and chicken wings. And now I'm having a tomato. Therefore, I'm going to be okay. My calorie intake hasn't been all that bad. I honestly feel like if I went to a Super Bowl party or, or any party and there wasn't a veggie tray, I'd be a little surprised. But maybe you should bring something, you know, maybe you should zhuzh it up a little bit. How so? Well, I like your idea. Just take it out of the package and put it onto a slab so that it looks like you put forth a little bit of effort. You should get the bitchin' sauce. Have you guys ever oh, had the bitchin' sauce? Bitchin' sauce is so good. It's kind of like hummus, sort of, right? They have many different flavors. They, they have a whole bunch of different flavors. But yeah, they have all these different types. But it, it's it's tasty as all hell. Like, and isn't it like, I don't know if it's gluten-free or what the deal is, but I feel like pretty much almost anybody can eat it. I love it. at Target. That you guys aren't freaking out about the vegetable part, but it's more of what it's going to be dipped yes, in. Absolutely. But I have no problem with the the whatever the fake ranch it comes with. No, oh, that's no, so gnarly! No, it's so the gross. Worst. What is happening? Well, this is different than what George thought because he was just disgusted that I was. just Well, why bring can't it. George bring something on top of that? Well, is he a cook? Yes, but there, he may not attend this party with me. If he does, oh, he's he's definitely bringing all the things. So instead, I'm hosting a Super Bowl party, and I hope somebody brings a veggie tray from Adam and Everett. Thank you, Next Adam. Next person says, I will go for the veggie tray over most of the other food at any and all parties. I'm not even a vegetarian. Bring the veggie tray, Sarah, from Rose and Tacoma. But are they talking about the veggie tray as it comes where you just peel back the plastic and call it a day or are they talking about a crafted veggie tray no one cares about a crafted veggie yes, they do. i think a freshly cut carrot stick yeah. is way better than like a slimy baby carrot <laughs> they are slimy they the ones are that are slimy in and things. then the broccoli yeah. kind of stinks yeah. you just gotta wipe the slime off it's oh, fine yeah just and then just dunk it in your nasty ranch yes well, someone just said i don't know why this triggered me as much as it has but sarah no the Super Bowl is a time to pig out on junk food, not watch my waistline. Waistline, it's time for fried food, chips, and beer. Maybe some wine. I can get down with the wine. And I do like chips, too. That was a really big thing that George was saying, is you have to get like at least have five different kinds of chips. Are you going to get like those veggie chips? Like the ones that are like... I like those, the veggie straws. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. So does my four-year-old. <laughs> Slimy like carrots and veggie straws. Yeah. So delicious. Here's the other thing. Something that I always like on a veggie tray is a bell pepper, a sliced bell pepper. And they don't come in the ones from the store. No, I do like a sliced bell pepper too, but that that involves me to slice a bell pepper. Which will take all of 30 seconds have of your, your life. husband do it. Okay, yeah, if he's home, I'll have him Commission him. See, now you can buy the, buy the pre-made veggie tray, put it on a slab of wood, like Steve said. Yep. Add some sliced bell peppers, and people are going to think you did all the work. Yeah. 
So people will be impressed. And, and get some be, bitch and sauce. Get some bitch and sauce. Get some bitch and sauce. You know what? Take it out of the, the actual container. Put it in like its own oh. container and say you made this sauce from scratch. <laughs> yes. Okay, I actually like that. That looks like I put effort in. Yeah. I'm I hope somebody's we... showing up with one of those like crock pots full of like the little mini sausages. That's what I make. Now we're talking. Okay, quick, everybody. Get your notepads and, and pencils out. I'm going to give you the recipe for the best little Smokies ever. It's basically just 50-50 red currant jelly and mustard. Mm. Uh-huh. It's a game changer. Literally, uh-huh. a Super Bowl game changer. Interesting. And it goes great with a veggie tray on the side. <laughs> also, you if you want to do meatballs, meatballs, 50-50 grape jelly and Heinz chili sauce. Really? Easy peasy. Into a crock pot. Impress your friends with meat snacks. So what are you doing this Sunday? You want to come to my party? (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring my tasty meats. Perfect. Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, we're going to chat with a man who won one of them with the Seahawks. John Ryan's going to join us at 720. The Daily Mix Show. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast rockaholics we have been talking about everything from super bowl party foods to prop bets with the super bowl 58 coming up this weekend but there's no better person to talk to about what it's like to be a player in the super bowl than our buddy john ryan John. John, what's up? Good morning. 
Good morning. Thanks for having me on, you guys. So, John, we want to know, do you think that uh, Travis Kelsey is going to propose to Taylor Swift? I'm kidding. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Take the under .5 proposals. <laughs> John, we wanted to have you on because when we're thinking about it and, and like, you know, we see all the insanity that's happening the week leading up to it with all the crazy quote unquote journalists that show up to these media events and ask ridiculous questions to the players. But we only see it on the outside and we, we play some of the silly audio. But what's it like for a player the week leading up to the Super Bowl? I mean, obviously you got to do it not just once, but twice, two years in a row yeah. with the Seahawks. Yeah, football's all about routine. You know, we do the exact same thing at the exact same time on the exact same day every single week leading up to a game. Then when you get to the Super Bowl, everything is thrown off schedule. There's nothing that's there's nothing that's familiar whatsoever the entire week leading up to the game. Um, you add in all the all the nerves and trying to handle it, all your family members and friends coming to town and everything. It, it was just it was a, a nerve wracking thing. The first time I felt comfortable that whole week, that whole two weeks, is when I stepped on the field. Uh, on Sunday afternoon, that was just, that, between between those lines when I was most comfortable. Uh, that's where I was, uh, I was at home. But uh, everything else was just nerve wracking and uh, stressful. That's I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you you, you play the, the the divisional championship game and then the conference championship game, and then it's like okay, now you have two weeks until the Super Bowl, and it's that's kind of messed with your head a little bit. Yeah, it, it just it just throws you off your routines, uh, and there's there's so much to deal with off the field with you know arranging for 15 members of your family to to uh, travel across the country for a game. Just little things like that. That you, It was nice the second time around because we knew how to deal with, but it just still wasn't, uh, it was never comfortable. So you say 15 friends and family. Does every player get that many? And what if you don't have 15 people you want to invite? Can you give those tickets to somebody them. else? Or? You sell them. Uh, really? I think, I think how it works when I play, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think we got two free tickets. And then we were able to buy 13 tickets at face value, which at the time I think was like $1,800 a ticket. And then uh, if you don't take all those tickets, uh, you're supposed to just, you know, decline them. But nobody declines them. And people walk out of that there with a pretty nice briefcase full of cash. You guys know what I'm saying. I, I, I experienced it firthand going into was the, the second Super Bowl run when you guys were playing in Arizona. My wife and I went down to go see the game. And, of course, it was just like we th- th- that was the year where the ticket prices went through the roof on all the secondary yeah. markets and then they found out what like some of those secondary markets didn't have the tickets so there's a lot there's a massive demand and i ended up getting a, a pair of tickets through a former player and man that was that was very stressful because at first he's like hey i want to sell them to you for this amount i'm like all right that's a lot of money but okay and then like the day before i was supposed to get them from him he jacked the price up because he realized that the demand was so high and i'm like you have got to be kidding me man this is the worst thing ever i'm already here i had and you had no choice yeah i mean like i don't know what the face value is now but i mean no one pays face value except for i think the players you know but uh, even at 1800 you know i'm kind of looking at it like oh my god like 1800 times 13 of these tickets i have to buy it's like crazy number then people are buying them on the secondary market for like two or three four times that it just it's crazy what were some of the stranger moments that happened to you during the media week when, with the, the people that are interviewing the players um it was just a lot of stupid questions and, you know you might think it's me as a, as a punter I'm, you know i'm barely gonna get talked to but you know, there's so many media people there that i'm just being talked to for the entire hour and by the end, you know, people are asking you to sing, like, your favorite lyrics to Justin Bieber songs and, and stuff. And you just, by the end, you're just like, shut up. I just want to talk about football now. Usually I don't want to talk about football. Now all I want to do is talk about football because you guys are so annoying. During that time, that was when uh, Marshawn, of course, was he was just messing with the media, refusing to answer any questions. He's like, I'm here just yeah. to be fine. In the locker room, were you guys joking about that? Did Marshawn say, hey, yeah, I'm just totally trolling all the media? 
I don't even even remember really talking about it that much. To be yeah. honest with you, it just kind of everyone just kind of left it to what it was, and you know, let Marshawn be Marshawn. And uh, you know, I think what we really were talking. I think the second year that he didn't talk to the media right after that press conference, right after the one hour media session, I think Skittles put out like a private press conference with him, and he made like three million dollars or something. So the only whispers were like, "Man, this guy's way smarter than us." You know, we we've been hours work for nothing. He just made three million dollars for not doing hours work. So who's who's smarter here? Do you remember, oh, by the way, we're talking to John Ryan, former Seahawks, Super Bowl champ. Do you remember specifically any of the pep talks or words from our former head coach, Pete Carroll, when you were in the locker room during the Super Bowls? Uh, I don't remember in the locker room. I remember he always gave like his best speech the night before the game. I remember in New York, he kind of gave his speech, and then you, you play like a video, and then we go for our, our team meal or whatever, and it's kind of the end of the night. And I remember him kind of giving his team speech and kind of like, okay, like ready, breaking, so hold on. And he walked back up, and he's like, hey, when we win this freaking game, I'll meet you at the pool 10 a.m. tomorrow morning because none of us are sleeping. And uh, I don't know if anyone met him at the pool at 10 o'clock, but I heard that he was there, you know, ready, ready to go at 10 a.m. in the morning. So that's pretty funny. That is awesome. Okay, this might be a silly question. As a fan, I felt like when Percy Harvin ran that ball back at the start of the second half, I think all of us at my house that were having a party, and we're all looking at each other like, we got this. Like, this is yeah. – the Seahawks are winning the Super Bowl. As a player – was there a feeling on the sidelines, a moment when you're all looking at each other and you're thinking, we have this. Like, there's no way we're losing the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, honestly, I think it was at that moment. You know, you go into halftime, we're up 22 nothing, And 22 nothing feels pretty good. But at the same time, we're, we're all, you know, this is a 60-minute game. We're always told that. And we got Peyton Manning on the other side of the field. Like, this game is far from over. And then, you know, 12 seconds into the second half, uh, Percy Harvin runs it back and just like, well, now we got a little something brewing here. 29 nothing. You know, we just got to kind of fight them off for the next 29 minutes and 48 seconds. And, uh, and then luckily we did. I always like watching when players arrive at, at games and they've got their headphones on. And I try to think of, you know, what playlist they have or what artists they're listening to. Do you remember at that time, what was the type of music that would like keep you grounded or keep you, keep you focused on the task at hand? Um, I don't totally recall. I know that, like, for my position as a punter, when everyone else kind of getting jacked up and psyched up, you have to kind of calm down. So you kind of go in the opposite direction. So I kind of had my playlist kind of set as it got closer to the game. Everything kind of calmed down a little bit more. Probably a lot of old 97s, uh, some country, something like that. I also do remember this is, uh, as you said, the headphone thing. I remember the week leading up to the game, we got, like, 10 sets of headphones from, like, every company in the U.S. because everyone just wanted a shot of us walking to the stadium with their headphones on. So we have a lot of free headphones, which is really cool. Okay. Dovetailing on that, what was the coolest Super Bowl perk? I, I, you know, aside from the awesome ring that you won that one year. But what <laughs> what was, like, the most amazing Super Bowl perk that you scored? Oh, man, there's so many. There's really so many. When when you get there, you just have, like, gifts that are – you start to feel guilty about how many gifts you got. Uh, Nike had a bag for us, which must have had 100 different shirts and shoes and everything in it. Uh, as I said, like so many pairs of headphones, Beats made us a pair of headphones with like diamonds and gold in it. There's a whole thing that people were selling for like 10 grand or something like that. Uh, just a bunch of stuff like that. You, you kind of, you almost felt guilty receiving, but you're like, whatever, I'll take it. Did you ever rock those headphones like on a plane? Would you put them on just with the bling on them as well? There's some things that a, a six foot tall, 250 pound ginger kid just can't do. And, uh, <laughs> 
I disagree. I think you should wear those really, and like, try. Try, try to rock. Try to rock anything that everyone else seems thinks is cool. It's kind of off, off, off the brand for me. Uh, we're talking with John Ryan here, uh, former uh, well, Super Bowl champ, former Seattle Seahawks punter, and uh, someone just texted in, and it'd be fun to hear your, your take right now because they said, "Hey, what's your take on the new head coach, Mike McDonald, from a player that was coached by Pete Carroll?" Uh, at first, I was just—he kind of caught me off guard. I was—I thought it was kind of one of those hires that came from left field, in my opinion, just because I, I, he wasn't on my radar. I thought it was going to be Dan Quinn the, the entire time. I'd said that since the the moment I heard that uh, Pete was out. And the more I look at this hire, the more I think it's amazing. I think it's, I think it's an absolutely phenomenal hire uh, to bring in some some young blood, to bring in a 36 year old guy with all that energy, uh, defensive mind. I think it's going to be a great hire, and it's going to set up uh, the Seahawks for the next 15 years. So this week, John Ryan, leading up to the Super Bowl, are you in touch with your former teammates? Are you guys reminiscing about great times had 10 years ago? Uh, no, no, I don't. Not really. You know, we we kind of went through that when we had the reunion yeah. back in uh, what was it, October, September, whatever it was. Uh, we kind of went through all that whole uh, about three days of reminiscing about how how great we were. Uh, so now it's just uh, you know we're 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 over it now, but uh, we're still obviously everyone's you know very happy that it happened. See, I'd be the annoying guy that kept doing the group chat, being like, guys, remember when we won the Super Bowl? Wasn't that, that was awesome. We are so yeah. cool. I, I thought it was so funny because like, when we went back to high school, like, I went to a high school reunion for a football team like 20 years ago, or it was our 20-year anniversary in 2019, and we talked about how awesome we were. Like, we were the greatest in the world. We were so good. Then we put on the tape of the game. We're like, oh, like, we weren't that good. Like, <laughs> we, we, we remember things differently. But when you like the Super Bowl, we're like, we were the best in the world. Then we put on the tape, like, we were the freaking best in the world. Like, yeah. We were lying, man. We were. We did that. I mean, before we let you go, John, yeah, I don't know if uh, Sarah knows about this show yet. You have to give us the full-on review of the the little person wrestling show that you've been <laughs> obsessed with as of late. I'm obsessed with it. I mean, the, the ring announcer guy I'm in love with. I want to hang out with him. Uh, maybe not with him and his wife in the hot tub, but I want to hang out with him. He's like the coolest. I, I'm like, I'm so into that show that I'm just, I'm obsessed. So, what's the show Big called little again? Brawlers on Discovery. Watch it. What's it called again? I'm sorry. Big Little Brawlers. On big, Discovery. Sarah, Sarah's brawlers. obsessed with little people, so you need to see this. I love them so much, John. You have no Thank idea. You. Little People, Big World. I watched every episode. Yes! <laughs> My guy! So, John Ryan, before we say goodbye, who are you pulling for this weekend? Where are you putting your money? Um, I just hope everyone has fun. Yes! You're so they, sweet. So, I hope they show Taylor Swift for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and uh, I hope she's hugging Mama Kelsey the whole time, and I hope that uh, cousin Eddie or whatever their dad's name is saying inappropriate things so that goes on. But yeah, I just hope everyone has fun. Awesome. Thank you, John Ryan, former Seahawk, Super Bowl champion. Uh, it's always such a pleasure, and we look forward to the next time we get to chat with you. Anytime. Thank you. This weekend, of course, the Super Bowl, but last weekend was the Grammys, and one of the artists that was set to present at the awards nearly missed it due to some traffic issues, and how they got her there in time was completely nuts. You're going to hear what happened after Imagine Dragons. The Daily Migs Show. The Grammys this past Sunday knows that the rain in Southern California meant that some stars could be arriving late. Now that makes sense. I didn't realize that until right now. And I remember seeing, you know, at the beginning, Trevor Noah did his, his monologue and he, he was joking about how Taylor Swift just walked in as he was doing it to people giving her a hard time. Now it makes sense 
that celebrities were showing up a little bit later than planned because of the traffic and the weather issues. I saw a tweet weeks ago predicting this like crazy storm that was going to happen in Southern California. And it came through and just dumped, I mean, inches and inches and inches of rain. I think it was like half of the, what is the uh, annual average okay. in like four days or something. Like it might have been three days. I don't know. Uh, but one of the biggest problems that was that Mariah Carey was supposed to present the first award at 513 right after that monologue you were talking about. So they're stressing yeah. that she's not there yet. Where's or, our or, fantasy or, or girl? they're stressing that, oh, there's a chance she won't be there in time. Exactly. So the staff came up with a plan to get her from the SUV, which was stuck on the freeway because of the rain, to the Grammy stage as quickly as possible. And she made it. So the Grammy producer, unfortunately, she was fine. No problem with her. The Grammy's executive producer is a guy named Ben Wilson, and he talked about how they got her there in time. In the end, they went and got a golf cart. They drove it down the side of the freeway. They picked Mariah Carey up out of her SUV that was stuck in traffic. Four people running around the side with umbrellas because, of course, they had to have umbrellas to make sure she didn't get so wet that she couldn't go on stage. We literally ran like we drove a golf cart up the wrong way of the freeway and bought her back so she made it on time. Imagine being stuck in traffic and all of a sudden you see this golf cart pull up and you're like, what's going on? And all of a sudden Mariah Carey just comes out of a car. That'd be crazy. I wonder how she travels, too. Like, is she in a limousine or she's got some fancy car? I thought he said, uh, I think it was like an SUV. Oh, I don't know if it was like a limo. Maybe one of those big A limo stretch. SUV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would have if I was Mariah Carey. Well, apparently, no. She had to slum it and get in that golf cart. I'd have guys in the background feeding me grapes and, you know, fanning me with fronds. That would be me if I was Mariah Carey. I remember a while back we had a, a, a rockaholic that called in about, like, talking to Mariah Carey and said that she was pretty nice. Because I was like, that could be a very awkward golf cart ride with four dudes with umbrellas and like do you have a conversation with her do you just act like do you just pretend that you're just not there but also, it, it sounded like when that rock hog when they called in that she was pretty friendly so i'd imagine that at least you feel comfortable enough to have a conversation with her and also i'm just picturing like a, a golf cart driving in the floodwaters that were so mm. they were pretty intense i mean yeah, that's yeah. not what it's that's not what a golf cart is meant for but it worked that's funny though. that's how it pulled it off yeah <laughs> good for them and speaking of the grammys Tracy Chapman's fast car. This, this should so, not come not come as a shock at all. It has to be a shock to her, though. I know that the song has been building some steam and some traction because of Luke Combs' cover of it. But, you know, she wrote that song 36 years ago or recorded it 36 years ago. This has got to be kind of a trip for her to realize, man, I'm back in the public's eye and people are going crazy over my song again. They said it went up, the streams went up 241% the day after her performance. So was that equal to like another like four dollars in her pocket like with streams? I mean, <laughs> well, they said altogether. I think she's made over five hundred thousand dollars off of the, off of her song now. Wow. And I can't. I mean, I'm not saying she didn't make five hundred thousand dollars off of it then, but this is 2024. Like these are big numbers. I always wonder about that. Like she was a. I mean, she had success and she was respected and she was like you know. It's not like she was a one hit wonder to her fans, but to the overall mainstream America, she was a one hit wonder. Back in those days, you know, bands and artists made a lot of money off of the sales of their records which was before streaming. So, yeah, that's how you made your money more so than even touring. Do you think she was, she made enough money from the success of that song that she was set for life? Or is this like all of a sudden, like, I don't know if she was ever struggling to pay her bills, but do you think all of a sudden all the success is just like, man, I'm good now. Well, you Thank think, you, Luke Combs. You think about a lot of those one-hit wonders. Sometimes all it takes is one song to, mm -hmm. to you know, pay your bills for a long time and maybe even set up your, your kids. So only one song sometimes is what you need, as long as it's big enough. 
Yeah, like I think about like the Sugar Rays back in the day, and like this. I mean, they had a couple more hits, but still, they had a bunch. They probably made a lot of money off of that one hit. So, Luke Combs, does he make zero money off of this, or how does that work with a cover? I don't know. I feel like a lot of that money. Well, I mean, if people buy his record for sure. Then he's making money. Like, so you're hoping I would imagine that because they love that song, they buy the whole record, and then he makes money. But I'd imagine that he's got to fork over a lot of money to the publishing rights. Whoever owns the publishing rights to that song, I'm hoping it's Tracy Chapman. I'd assume so. But, yeah, I don't know how that all works anymore. Does she give him a tip? <laughs> yeah, the tip Thank is you. write your own song and then you don't have to give me any money. I'd imagine that he's very happy with this. Because all of a sudden, like people maybe never even cared about Luke Combs are going to go see him live. And that's where he's going to make all of his money. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a massive, massive country star. And the fact that he brought such relevance to that song. And not that it was ever irrelevant, but 36 years later, it was it's one nice, of the biggest songs. It was a big reminder to some people that maybe forgot that. I think it's even funny for the people who didn't even know that it was a song before he put it out there. Oh, yeah. Rockaholics, have you ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law? One that you will never forget. If so, we would love to hear from you. 206-803-ROCK. Plus, your story will give you the chance to win Steel Panther tickets. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to take your calls at 7.50. The Daily Migs Show. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.